Caitlin Elledge, and you are listening to Just a Part. And I'm here to remind you that mental illnesses are just a part of you. They do not define you. We are going to touch on a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety, and depression. Um, we're going to touch on, not touch on, we're going to talk about uh, coping skills, we're going to talk about self-care, we're going to talk about uh, how to manage stress. If you have a mental illness, depression, anxiety, you're a nervous person, you have a lot of stress going on in your life, this is for you. Um, before we get into anything, um, I want to just kind of explain why I made this and why I'm doing this. Um, I myself suffer from terrible anxiety and depression. My anxiety is a lot worse than my depression is, but my depression still plays a big role in my life. Um, and I want to help others. Really, I just want to use my voice um, and share my struggles with people who are going through the same thing and experiencing the same emotions and feelings that I have. Um, and I just want to let people know that you're not alone, um, that other people go through the same things that you do. We share the same thoughts and you're not crazy. <laughs> and you have people out there who, um, want to support you. So I am here to share my voice, share my story, and support others, hopefully, and help others who are experiencing the same things that I have experienced and dealt with. Um, so going on to explaining the name, um, I went with Just Apart because just getting down to the point, anxiety and depression or whatever you're going through, whatever mental illness you have, uh, whatever you're going through in your life, it is just a part of you. It does not define you. It is not who you are. Um, for so long, I believed that I was or I am depression. I am anxiety. And that's who I've become. It's taken over my mind. It's taken over my body. And, uh, that is not true. I am not depression. I am not anxiety. I am Caitlin. You are not anxiety. You are not depression. You are not fill in the blank. You are, insert your name. It does not define you. Um, and if you do think that, we're going to shut that down real quick. And we're going to talk about how we can shut that down later in the episode. Um, but... Do not let anyone tell you that you are anxiety or depression because you are not. It is just a part of you, and it is just a part of your story and your journey. So that is why we are here. That is what this all means, and I hope you have a clear understanding of why you're here with me now. <laughs> I'm going to touch on my my journey with anxiety and depression. Um, 
not to talk about myself, but to share some of my story. I'm not going to share all of it. Um, I am going to share some of it and, um, hopefully this can be relatable to you in some way, shape or form so that, um, you'll want to stick around and hopefully I can help you out. <laughs> so I had my first panic attack when I was 19, I believe. Um, I remember it so vividly. I was actually on my, I was driving on my way to get my windows tinted and I was on 85 on my way to um, Whitehorse Road and it is just, I mean, this panic attack hit me just like a brick wall. I mean, it's just like, uh, came out of nowhere. Um, I started feeling like I didn't know at the time, but I, what I was experiencing was disassociation, disassociation, sorry, from reality. Um, my heart was pounding. Um, my palms were sweaty. Um, just, I was just like, I just, I felt like I was in a bad dream that I could not get out of. Um, so I pulled over on the side of the road. I called a family member who suffers anxiety. Um, and I told them what was going on and, and I just absolutely felt like I was dying. Like I was just convincing myself I was dying. And they said, you're not dying. You're probably having a panic attack. Um, they said the best thing you can do is to get back on the road and drive because it's going to force you to focus on something. So I did that. Um, I remember just like grabbing the steering wheel so hard um, just to like feel something, you know, because I felt like I was just so out of body, um, which I learned later in therapy is called grounding. And when you feel um, disassociated from reality, you'll want to touch something to kind of ground yourself back to reality. Um, anyways, uh, I went home and... Um, you know, made it home safely. I did not die. <laughs> um, and that's where my story started. So from there, I started suffering um, pretty bad depression. I, my work schedule, I go into work around three. I get out of work around nine or 10. Um, I usually get home around 1030. And Around this time, I was 19, 20, I would get out of work, get home to 30, 11. I would uh, go to sleep and I would stay in bed until like one the next day. I'd get up, shower, go to work, come home and repeat that. Um, so I started going to therapy. Um, I got on medicine. Uh, yes, I do take medicine. I do go to therapy and I will touch on those two subjects later. Um, but I fought it. Um, like I, I just told myself, Caitlin, you don't have anxiety. You don't have depression. You're fine. You do not need to take medicine. You're normal. Um, and I was so stuck on feeling quote unquote normal and being quote unquote normal, whatever that is. That's, I'm, that's, that's a made up. No one is normal. Um, but back then I, didn't believe that. Um, 
So I just, I did not want to be that person who took medicine for depression and anxiety. I just hated the idea of it all. Um, I was on and off medicine in and out of therapy up until I was, I don't know, 25. Um, just fighting the idea that, um, you know, I did, I, I was fine. I was fine. I was fine. I was fine. Um, family members, um, that were close to me, Caitlin, you really need to go to therapy. You need to go to medicine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and I kept saying I was fine. Um, and by doing that and not taking care of myself and my mental health, I was ignoring it, which only makes it worse. Um, just like if you get a a really bad cut and you ignore it, it's probably going to get infected. It's the same thing with your mind. If you have a mental illness and you ignore it, it will get worse. Um, it may not happen quickly, but slowly, but surely it will get worse. Um, and, and in my story, that was true. So we fast forward to me being 25 in the story, and um, that is the year that things got bad for me. Um, And I'm not going to share everything, but when I tell you that things got bad, they got bad. Um, I was having two to three panic attacks a day. I was missing a lot of work every week. Um, I could not eat. I could not sleep. I could not put one foot in front of the other. Um, anxiety had absolutely consumed my life. I mean, my mind was just in a constant state of worry. What if this, what if that just constant, constant worry. And I, it was controlling me. I could not control it. It had spiraled out of control. People talk about how bad depression can get and um, anxiety can also get there as well. Um, And I feel like that's something that people don't talk enough about. Um, And we're going to touch on that throughout this podcast. Um, But I started um, an intensive therapy. I went um, three days a week um, for multiple hours a day. I was irritable. I was angry. My anxiety was showing up as anger, as irritability. I was not myself. I was pushing people away. I, um, I mean, I was just, I had turned into someone that I did not know. Um, it, it, it really was an evil. It was just it was just an evil. I was crying constantly. I was worrying constantly. Um, I my panic attacks had turned into me hyperventilating on the floor, um, just in a ball of tears. I mean, it was just. Um, I went to the ER a couple of times for panic attacks. Um, it got bad. It got bad, and. That's not even my whole story. Um, that is some of it. And I um, I did end up finding a therapist that I absolutely loved. 
Um, and that's something that we'll touch on um, throughout this podcast. But I went through probably five or six therapists to find one that worked for me. And that's completely normal. And we'll do an episode on that. Um, anyways, um, my therapist, what I love about her is she tells me why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Um, it wasn't just a, how are you feeling today? It's like, you know, well, this is what I did, or this is what I said, or this is what I'm thinking. And she goes, okay, well, scientifically, this is why. And I love that because it's fact-based and I feel validated. Um, when, and that's a huge there's so much we're going to touch on y'all, <laughs> but, um, validation is huge. And just know that all of your feelings are valid. Um, that's like, I just said, we're going to touch on that. Um, we're going to touch on so much. <laughs> um, we just can't fit it all into one episode. Um, but anyways, that is my, uh, well, that is just like the tip of the iceberg of my story. But um, I, well, I don't hope that you can find some of that relatable. But I, um, if you do find some of that relatable, um, then I want you to know that you are not alone. Um, so going to therapy, I think it's very important that if you go to therapy, it needs to be on your own time, on your own terms. If you go to therapy because your mom wants you to go or your spouse wants you to go or your brother wants you to go, um, if you're doing it for anyone other than yourself, you're not going to get much out of it and it's not going to work for you. Even if you do go for yourself, and this is where I'm going to get real, and uh, some things I'm not going to hold back on. If you do make the decision to go for yourself, therapy does not work unless you do. And I say that with so much love. <laughs> um, but for so long, um, the times that I was in and out of therapy before I actually took it seriously, I looked at my therapist as like a cure-all. Um, I would leave therapy and be like, okay, I went to therapy. Why am I not fixed? And that's not how it works. Um, even when I started getting serious about my therapy, I was not 100% committed to putting in the work that I needed to put in to f- get better. Healing is an everyday thing. There are no days off. You have to consume yourself with a change in your thought process if you want to heal. Think about how many times a day we think. I mean, it's happening every second. Whether I mean, you know, Sometimes we don't even realize we're thinking and we're thinking, right? Um, So you think about how many thoughts you have a day. All of those thoughts need to be adjusted. Most of those thoughts need to be adjusted. So 
you cannot go to therapy once a week or twice a week or once a month, whatever you decide to do, and talk to your therapist and she give you some of he or she give you advice and you change. You will not change if you think that that's going to work. You have to take what they tell you and apply it every single day. And on top of that, you have to do self-work of your own. So therapy is not a heal-all. It is not a cure-all. It is simply another tool that you can add into your healing journey. And this took trial and error for me to figure out. Um, at first I was going to therapy and I was like, okay, why am I not getting better? Because I was not doing the self work when I was not at therapy to see the results that I wanted. Going back to the beginning of the episode where we were talking about the name of this series, just apart. And I was touching on how, um, I used to label myself as I am depression and anxiety Um, And I said, if you're doing that, um, it's not true. Shut it down. And I said, we'll talk. We'll touch on that later. Um, So to change that way of thinking, you're going to have to use a technique from um, cognitive behavioral therapy. And that is what uh, therapists use. And it's retraining the mind is basically what you're doing. Um, so for every negative thought, you want to have at least three positive thoughts. So I want you to try something with me. Whenever you think something negative or something anxious, or you have a uh, depressive thought or whatever, I want you to also, because we can't erase the negative thought that we just had, So we're going to add three positive ones. So here's an example. Um, My negative thought is going to be, I am depression and anxiety. Okay, I can't help that that thought just popped to my head. But what I can help and what I can change is I'm going to add three positive ones. So, okay, thought just popped in my head. I'm going to say no. My first positive thought is going to be no. Anxiety and depression is just a part of me. My second positive my second positive thought is going to be I am healing my depression and anxiety. And my third one is I am proud of myself for healing my depression and anxiety. So those are three positive thoughts that I'm going to use to retrain my brain from thinking negatively or anxiously or depressively to positive. Um, and yeah, CBT is, is retraining the brain. It's a retraining thought process. I'm going to leave you with one more thing before I wrap up. Um, I downloaded an app called I am and the app itself, it says I am. And the, the background of it is like green. Um, if you want to search for it in the app store, it's free. It's a positive affirmation app. Um, And I have it set up that it notifies me 10 positive affirmations throughout the day. Um, The one, my most recent one I got a couple of minutes ago says, I've survived this before. I'll survive now. 
And it's just a great way to bring positivity into your day um, without even thinking about it. You know, I look down at my phone and I've got a notification and it's from my I Am app and I get excited. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to read this. And I read it and, um, you know, even sometimes I just glance at them because I'm busy and sometimes I um, think a little deeper with them. Um, but why not? You know, it's part of my uh, tools that I use for healing. Um, It's just another way to bring positivity into my life and another way that helps me heal. Um, So if you're interested, I think it's free in the App Store. Um, I have a couple of books that I'm going to recommend throughout um, this series that have helped me. I have a lot of good stuff coming your way. Um, at least I think it's good stuff. I hope you do too. (laughs) Um, but anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to leave you with that for today. Um, and then in my next episode next week, we're going to get into, um, all of the stuff that's gonna, that you can use for yourself. I know I talked about my journey some today. Um, And I hate talking about myself, so we're not going to do that next episode. But I just felt like it was important to share so that you could um, trust what I'm saying. (laughs) I just wanted to build that trust with you today um, and introduce you to everything and myself. And um, I just really cannot wait to, like, dive deep into this with with you. I think it's going to be fun and exciting and hopefully helpful. So... Thank you for listening to Just a Part, and I hope you subscribe. I'm going to send out an email list. I'm going to figure out how to um, link show notes um, because I actually kind of like write everything out. Um, Hopefully, I can figure out how to, I think I just said this, do links for like the app and other things that I recommend throughout the episode. And um Yeah, so thank you for hanging in there with me today, and I hope that you have a fantastic positive day, and I hope that you remember that anxiety, depression, mental illness is just a part of you. Bye, guys.